here's a message from Ken Lavica. It really happened. Himmy is him. The heat. Oh, on your mark. Gets it. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Holy hell, they did it. They did it. These freaking guys, these Miami Heat, Jimmy and company, just a group of dogs. Mm. Absolute dogs. Down 16, going into the fourth, and when you have a group of dogs led by the most fearless player in the NBA, Jay Will called him the best two guard in the NBA a couple of days ago. When you have dogs led by the ultimate dog, no lead is safe, and the best team in the NBA found that out back-to-back games. The Heat are dogs. Jimmy is him. The Heat are dangerous. Oh man, I've slept like three hours. Same. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't drink a drip of alcohol last night. I feel hungover as hell because I'm tired, haven't slept, but I'm riding high. The Heat are damned dogs. And if you can't appreciate that as a Heat fan or you can't appreciate that as a fan of another team in the NBA or a casual sports fan or just someone who doesn't know anything about sports, if you can't appreciate the Miami Heat, their work ethic, their championship medal, even after a really frustrating regular season, they go out there and they not only beat the one seed, not only beat the one seed, the team that finished the regular season with the best record in the NBA, they gentlemen sweep those dudes on their home floor if you can't appreciate the greatness that is Jimmy the greatness that is this heat team that they rise to the occasion they show championship caliber basketball then I don't know what to tell you you shouldn't follow sports you shouldn't pay attention to sports you should go knit you should go set up the crock pot you should uh, go pick up a hobby like kayaking because you ain't cut out for this the Miami Heat are damned dogs, Jeanette, and get damn well better appreciated. And I, not only if you're a Miami Heat fan, but if you're a basketball fan. I don't care if you're a casual, if you're a diehard or whatever. That was a fantastic game. And if you don't put Jimmy Butler now officially in the name of like the top three Heat players... Get out of here. Yeah, we've had this discussion. We already know that dude's in the rafters. This dude has more 40-point games in the postseason than any player who's ever put on a damn Heat uniform. I mean, think about all of that. The Heat beat the one-seed Bucks, And this is what I'll say about it as well. Because I saw Richard Jefferson, ESPN, call it the biggest upset in the history of the NBA. The biggest upset in the history of the NBA last night. Eight Heat over one Bucks, And you know what? I could not disagree with that anymore. Because nothing, once you saw the first 14 minutes of game one, nothing to me about what the Heat did to the Bucks screams upset. Because you know what? The Heat matched up well, and Jimmy Butler is undamn stoppable. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers is where Christian Cat. Audible Assassin runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock because we have a trio here at Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT, and it's where you are getting outstanding deals on new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I'm getting my automobile serviced right now, keeping that Kia K5 GT in tip top shape. Get on down here. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport Military Trail. We are hanging out at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. I, I don't even know where to start, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Let's start. Audible Assassin, I need some music. I need the music. I need some peppers. I need that song. I need to get us rolling here. I need to make sure that we set the scene properly because, again, I'm on three hours of sleep. Three hours of sleep. That's it. That's it. 
it was uh, 1.45, 2.00 a.m., 2.15, 2.30 a.m. before I actually was able to wind down enough, Jeanette, to fall asleep. We were texting at like 1.15 about the heat last night. And it was, I feel like my sleep cycle went through the Miami Heat Bucks game last night. <laughs> like, where it was like, okay, they were down by 16 points. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm That's going it. through my it, nightly routine. I right. put my moisturizer yeah. on. I made my cup of tea. I and was, I was honestly, like, I okay. come to terms with it. I was good. Down 16 going into the fourth. Disappointing end of the third. The heat get throttled in the final eight minutes of the third. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Let's just get some sleep. You're already thinking, like, I'm excited to look at the Miami, at the Kaseya Center schedule mm-hmm. to see how they're going to work the concert <laughs> yeah. versus the next Looks game. Looks like I got to cancel my new edition tickets. Exactly. Yeah, but part it, of me last night wanted to tweet at you guys and say, does this mean new edition can... Yeah, uh, yeah new edition's still on. Bobby Brown was getting ready to come to <laughs> Miami and tear things up. But none. And then they started coming back and I was like, oh no. Yep. I now I'm like getting awake. And the, so drop the tea. Let's get some coffee because dr- I don't know how I'm going to stay that's, up. That's a great point. About, so <laughs> so down 16, I, I honestly, I turned the TV off. And I'm like, all right, night, night, tuck, tuck time. And so I said tuck, tuck time, by the way. Not tug, tug time. Tuck, tuck time. Oh, okay. a little bit of both. Tuck, tuck time came after the game. Uh, so, <laughs> so That came yeah, after the win. And it had everything to do with basketball and nothing to do with, uh, with anything else. And so um, uh, I... I tried to close my eyes and I'm like you know what I'll give my phone one more glance I check it sure enough the heat scored the first five points of the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and then I'm like Jesus man it's down to 11 at this point and then it got down to eight and then it got down to six and then it ballooned back to 10 and there's 730 left to go and Jimmy hadn't get come back into the game so I just thought to myself oh Spo waited too long to put Jimmy back in so hey it was a good run they showed some fight I honestly there was nothing I, I didn't feel any disappointment at all in that moment. It was just like next steps. We're thinking about the next steps. Yeah. What are our plans? I hope this. I hope the arena got their schedule in order. You know. Yeah, that money line at one point in the in game five, it got up to plus eighteen hundred for the Heat. Last night was worse. Yeah. Last night was worse. So yeah. who dropped the one liner saying this was the biggest or the biggest choke job or, or what was the one liner? You no, had Richard Jefferson saying it was the biggest upset in NBA history. I mean, there are some numbers to back that up, and I know you're going to make a push to fight it because this Heat team's good and they know how to match up and yeah. Spo put on a and master class championship. Uh, DNA. But the Heat completed the largest fourth quarter comeback in a series clinching game in NBA history. That's there's true. Only, there's only six, eight seeds that have ever beaten a one seed. Only one playing team ever has won a playoff series. Right. And in both the games that, that got down to this point, at one point we're down 12, the other one down 16. This is ridiculous stuff. This might be the biggest comeback, yeah. the biggest upset uh, in playoff history. It might this be. Was, this was a moment for me that I'll always remember in my life when it comes to watching sports. How did you guys react when you saw Jimmy tie it up falling on the ground? Tug, tug. Um, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, why don't, we, why, why don't we, why don't we, uh, why don't we relive it? Uh, Audible Assassin, e-read me. Give me Bally Sports Son, the Jimmy Butler off the perfect feed just inside the half-court stripe. Front court gave Vincent lobbing it up, and Jimmy Butler saying, hey, Pat Connaughton, Get off me! And beating the buzzer. Let's hear it, Bally Sports Son. Duncan's in the back over. on the baseline. The lob for Jimmy. Makes the catch. Put it up and in. He put it up and in. Uh, Half second left uh, to tie uh, the game uh, at 118. Uh-huh. Giannis. Inbound to Giannis. Where's the timeout, bud? Oh, you had a timeout. You had a timeout. Giannis didn't know what to do. Oh. I dropped my cup of tea that I was drinking. Yeah. Full on mode. Barkley thought there was somebody at the door because the level of excitement was too high. I am not joking. Oh, man. So I was laying in bed. I was laying in bed. <laughs> Baby's next to me. She had passed out. Bless my wife, though. She, she was super tired, but she propped up her phone. The GameCast ESPN app. Nice. In case she like woke up during the course of the night or like was kind of just a, but she fell asleep. But it was Aww, there. It cute. was so funny. It's um, cute. But but I I'm in bed and I'm just like flailing. Like I lost <laughs> all control of my limbs. Like oh my god, like I just, lost it. Just total mm-hmm. like immature nonsense. Mm-hmm. I I could not believe that play. Uh, also too for those who want to point out consistently, oh Jimmy pushed off on right. Pat Connaughton offensive foul. Well, how about the fact that on one of the worst inbounds in a clutch moment you'll ever see, uh, that was eventually called a jump ball after an initial foul was called on Kyle Lowry who mm-hmm. never touched Chris Middleton. Uh, Chris Middleton. Middleton actually should have been called for a foul on that play, and Kyle Lowry should have been going to the free throw line to win the game at the end of regulation. So if you want to play that game, let's play that game. And how about the fact that Giannis, uh, he missed uh, 13 free throws last night as well, and the Bucks shot 30 free throws last night. So if you want to play the, ooh, 
officials, unfair. Uh, we can play that game. I'm more than willing to play that game. Stone, how did you react? So, because you, oh, you get hype for nothing. I mean, very hype for nothing. So, I'm typically a multi-stream guy. Yes. So last night that was included, right? I had two on the main mm -hmm. screen going. I had the Bruins, the Panthers. I had the Kings, the Warriors, and then I had in the Heat and the Bucks. But at that 7:30 mark, when Jimmy Butler hits that three to tie that game, or maybe it was a little less than seven minutes, turned all three screens to the Heat game. It was time to lock in. That's and, a net and, stone. And, yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so now we're passing what the midnight hour. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, like yeah. we're past the midnight. That's hour. when we heard from Stone for the first time <laughs> in the old show ch show chat last. <laughs> yeah. I, so dialed in the whole entire time. But yeah, we we did flip out. It's similar to your dog story, right? The cat goes flying off the lap. And, 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 <laughs> and, and my girlfriend's hands go on her head, and I don't react oh, at she all. She surrender Cobra. She surrender Cobra. I didn't react at all because, like I had said to you guys a few days ago, even when I was at the Heat game, every time Jimmy Butler shoots the ball. It seems like it goes in. Uh -huh. Like I, I don't think we can remember the last time he missed a shot. Nope. So when he makes that shot, you almost knew beforehand that it was going in the net. Yep. The picture shows him sh at a straight angle. Yeah. Like just a piece of wood He's horizontal. Down. He's horizontal to the floor it as he puts that up. It's incredible. I mean, that, that's one of the all-time. Just a thousand percent. Uh, just absolutely one of the all-time. And, and so, uh, one of the all-time heat moments. Like, period. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to overtime. And the Bucks continue to miss, all over, miss over and over and over again. What's wild, too, in this game, Kyle Lowry falls out. Falls out. Ticky-tack foul. Bam. Falls out. Ticky-tack foul. K-Love. K-Love. Falls out. Ticky-tack foul. And still, still, the Heat are finding ways to get offense. And that Gabe Vincent three that occurred to set up all of the heroics at the end of regulation. And then in overtime where uh, you have Bam stepping up before he fouled out. And you've got Cody Zeller dunking. And the entire thing, this was a role player master class in overtime. And, again, the Bucks were getting whistles late. Again, if we want to play that game, oh, oh, Jimmy pushed off. Well, let's look at overtime. Let's look at the whistles in overtime as well, okay? And then you have the final play, okay? Mm -hmm. You have the final play, and this is what it sounded like on Bally Sports Sun. The, the final play will leave you in emotional distress, we're going to pause dramatically for you. The final play, Bally Sports Sun. I'll set the scene. Giannis Antetokounmpo looking to bring it up the floor off a of Gabe Vincent missed three with the shot clock expiring. By the way, that was the play that FAU should have probably run at the end of the San Diego State game is tick down the clock all the way to one on the shot clock and launch a deep three. And that's what Gabe Vincent did last night here uh, to set up that final possession for the Bucks. And so let's hear how the final call sounded. Eight seconds left in the game. Hold on tight. Giannis to Middleton. To the paint. Out to Allen. One second left. He puts it up after the buzzer. The Heat have won the series. Miami defeats Milwaukee and advances to the second round. E. Reed Broadcasting Masterclass. Defensive Final Series Masterclass. Mm. And so, so the Heat win in overtime, improbably, after trailing by 16 going into the fourth quarter. On that final play, Jimmy Butler fronts Giannis as he brings it across the timeline. Giannis, Giannis throws himself to the floor and has no urgency. And we'll get to Giannis in a moment because he played terrified the final four minutes of regulation and overtime. I've never seen a star just check out like that since pre-Heat LeBron. I mean, have never seen anything like that from a star in a critical clutch moment. So he's removed from the play the entire time. Chris Middleton, Haywood Highsmith, defends him and forces him to defer to Grayson Allen. And from there, there's no way Grayson Allen's doing anything. He tries to Euro step. The clock takes down, hit zero, heat win. I mean, that is right there as heat culture as you can possibly get. Offense at the most opportune times and then when it's time to clamp even though the heat this season by their own standards they have been they they have come up short several times more times than i'd like to count this season defensively that right there that spo masterclass defensive stuff gave vincent desperate defense jimmy starting the whole thing though i mean it doesn't get any better than that. The Heat beat the Bucks with Heat culture through and through and through for five games in this series. Think about this. The eight-seed Heat took down the one-seed Bucks, the team that had the best record in the NBA this season. Didn't take seven. It took five. 
five games and back-to-back double-digit fourth-quarter comeback wins, five freaking games. And it's a tough night for Heat haters when you talk about the depth of the Heat, right? Uh It's something that we always preach. It's really corny-sounding to a lot. But when guys like Bam are fouling out and Cody Zeller's checking in, when guys like Highsmith are the ones taking the guy on ball in the last possession of a game up 3-1 in a series, like we expect it. Most people try to find and, and pick the holes in it, but it's what Spo does. It's what these Heat guys do, and I think there's something to speak about when you're playing alongside a guy like Jimmy. Guys like Gabe Vincent, guys like Taylor, guys like Highsmith. Like, you play with an expectation because Jimmy's on the floor. Yep. So when you're watching these guys play and, and there's tiny little roles, but at such a high level, it is Coach Spo, and it is Jimmy Butler, and it is every person in that Heat organization. It's cool to watch. It's cool to watch, but there's no stars. It's not sexy. I think finally Coach Spo is going to get the respect that he deserves. I feel like he's always overlooked. He's always underestimated. Well, he's number one a coach of the year, which is absolute insanity. That's what I'm saying. How could you not give him the respect and the credit he deserves? There should be nothing against him now. Well, part of that, too, is, and Spo was talking about it after the game, uh, where, where Jimmy, on the final play of regulation, the lob from Gabe Vincent, uh, Spo was drawing up the play for somebody other than Jimmy. And so Spolstra, in his post-game press conference, said, Jimmy looked me dead in the eye, and he said, no, let me be that guy. And the reasoning behind that is because Drew Holiday had had been tailing him, had been a body on him all series. Now, playing gaps bodying Jimmy all series. So Jimmy knew if he comes around that screen on the low block, guess who's going to be tailing him and not waiting for him in a gap? Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. So that's where Jimmy thought, you know what? I can catch a lob because he's going to get caught in the screen because he's tailing me. And for Spo to trust Jimmy in that moment and say, all right, scrap what I'm doing. There's no ego involved with Spo. Say, I'm going to let my guy, I'm going to give my guys the key to this automobile, which is appropriate since we're at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach today, and I'm going to let him drive. I'm going to let him take us home. That's why even as frustrating as the regular season has been, you believe this Heat team can do things year after year after year because of that. And it does come from the top. You're exactly right, Jeanette. It comes from the top. And this quote from Spo, by the way, let's hear this. Spo and, and what he said about Jimmy Butler last night and his competition level and the way he is just a maniacal competitor. I loved this, and I teared up when I heard Spo say this. Here's Eric Spolstra last night. Eric Spolstra after the game on the greatness that is Jimmy Butler. He competes to win. That's a different language. Uh, and he's desperate and urgent and maniacal uh, and sometimes psychotic. Uh, uh, about the will to try to win and he'll make everybody in the building feel it and that's why he is us and we are him like that that last part he is us and we are him he is us and we are him that is a damn poem i've never i've never heard that that's one of the highest compliments you can give to an organization i mean that should be on Jimmy Butler's gravestone whenever he passes and is memorialized or when Jimmy Butler has his number retired to the rafters or the statue of him built outside of Kaseya Center. That should be inscribed onto a, a piece of granite. He is us and we are him because that is the best description of Jimmy Butler and concurrently heat culture and him being heat culture and heat culture being him that I've ever heard. That I've ever heard. One of my favorite takes is is athletes and their ability to to be delusional. Jimmy Butler epitomized delusion. Just because he's not the best athlete. No, and mm-hmm. he knows all of it. He's not he didn't he wasn't even on the all-star team no. this year and he no. laughed at it when he was asked. That's where my mind kept going last night. When I remember it was uh, Brady Hawk who who asked him five reasons sports at the All-Star break, are you going to be mad? He's like, no. And he went on, I think he went to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Like, like he, made a whole, he made a whole mockery yeah. out of it. But delusion, like you talk about a guy wanting the ball at that last second, averaging 38 in a series against the one seed Milwaukee Bucks. Like this guy fears nobody. And the, 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 
most comical point of the game last night for me that I actually laughed out loud. It was 105 Miami, 112 Milwaukee. Sorry, 112, I did the score back. There you go. I, did, I almost did it Still on purpose Still a work in progress. Time. Teaching Stone how to give the score Almost sports. did it on purpose You're doing great, time. Stone. <laughs> but Jimmy Butler, after made bucket to go down seven, pointed in Drew Holiday's face and said, I own you. Well, mm-hmm. that was the quote that they threw around on social media. Who knows if it's true? But It looked like it. If you if you read his – yeah, it's a, it's a seven-point game, and Jimmy's running down the floor, uh, and there's two minutes left in regulation, and they're down six, and he's saying, he's saying, I own you. So I own you. I love it, he's man. A, he's a psychopath. You're, I love it. You're down seven with two minutes left, up 3-1 in a series, and you're pointing in somebody's face, letting them know, that letting them confidence. hear it. He's but, insane. Hey, you're insane. You, you don't even make sense. You don't even comprehend. You have no idea where your feet are. You are just out there hooping. And not only that, but to back it up the way he of is. Of course. I mean, like, it's he, not he even like it. just a win. It's you took down the best team in yep. the NBA this season. Own that confidence. Yeah, the equivalent to it's that incredible. on a football field is, I, I don't even know, it's a it's a corner talking to Devontae Adams you or DeAndre Hopkins gonna, down 14 points saying, right. I, I, I own you. you. Got, it's like they do it and laugh. But that you. cornerback position, you've got to be more delusional than anybody That's else why, in football. That's why I use yeah. it. It's ridiculous. You're going to like right. this comparison. Last season when Aaron Rodgers was playing against the Bears, what was he in the end zone yelling? I own you. I, I own, own you. Because he That's what you. it reminds against me of. Against that team especially, Aaron Rodgers went full delusional his entire That's career. <laughs> for sure. Because he just exactly. knew he was going to find a way. Listen, Jimmy Butler, he only loves a couple of things. He loves coffee, he loves playing cards, and he loves kicking ass in the postseason. What That's man. what Jimmy Butler does. And when you put that maniac, and I fully believe Spo <laughs> is a maniac, uh, you put those two together, they can be combustible, and I don't know what their relationship is. I'm not sure they're going out to dinner or doing anything like that, but those two from a competitive level, this is why, despite the odds being heavily against the Heat, I don't see this as an all-out, all-time South Florida unexpected sports success. Like, I don't. The level of upset, I think it's easy to look at the Vegas odds, and it's easy to look at eight versus one, and easy to look at, oh, Jimmy doesn't have anything around him, and the Bucks have the best record in the NBA this season. It's easy to say, upset, what an upset, what a triumph. But this is still the same Heat team that came one inch away from the right hand of Jimmy Butler from going to the NBA Finals last year. The one omission from that is now an injured Tyler Hero, who was injured last Eastern Conference Finals, um, and P.J. Tucker who's now at the Sixers. The core of this team, the championship DNA, the coaching staff, what made this team hum is the one seed a year ago, damn near getting to the finals. They're still together. They are uh, this scare. To me, they're the scariest eight seed in NBA playoff history, <laughs> not the biggest upset in NBA playoff history. For me, on a scale of one to five, one being um, uh, just, uh, hey, I expected this to happen. And five, what a massive, unbelievable upset. I'm going to say this is like a two. And I felt that way since game one. What did I say the day after game one? My confidence level was at four with this Heat team. One out of five. Four. Well, let's not talk about the fact that we said we didn't even want this series. And That's that what I was just going to say. I was going to call both of you out and say you were, before okay. the game even started, right. were saying, I right. just want to get it over with. Okay. I Be- just want to get this series but, but over with. Think about it. So now he's the, all into the, it. Shut the, up. The listless Heat team. The listless Heat team. I mean, just the complete listless Heat into team. The, which was 82 games of the regular season through a, a, a sleepwalk death march against the Hawks. 27th out of 30 worst three-point shooting yeah. team in the, into, in, the, in the NBA. Into nap time continuing until the fourth quarter of the Bulls playoff game <laughs> where they were down double digits. Right. Then something has happened, and these dudes have collectively realized, hey, we're the damn Miami Heat. We deliver more than any team in South Florida. We deliver more consistently than any team in the NBA. We know how to grind it out it's time to grind it out. And so that's where I am going to absolve Stone and myself because after watching that entire season Ugh. and the Hawks in the first three quarters of the Bulls, you would be saying, get this bleep over with as well. But now, this is the heat. Now they're back, and that's why this isn't an upset. They just had to prove it to us. I exactly. don't, and that's sad. You didn't even believe in this heat no. team. who would? I don't think they believe so in themselves. I don't absolve you guys at all. You guys said so, straight 
on air. No regrets. Oh, I don't want this to happen. I have no regrets. Let's get it yeah, over. I have no with. regrets. They they pr they proved it to us. If as, they were going to waste my time, I was done with them. You guys should have believed wasted. it from the beginning. No, they you were You guys should have believed no. it in the beginning. How you can, knew you had I, playoff Jimmy in there. How can you watch 82 games of this Heat team, this Heat team, and then what they did against the Hawks, which was not show up and say, "Hey, man." This will be super fun to continue to pay attention you to. Have you have playoff We want Jimmy. the title favorites. Me, right. a casual Heat but fan. When have you ever seen me wear Heat gear? But what am I wearing today? How a bad, Miami Heat hat. How bad was playoff Jimmy against the Hawks? I mean, Missing point blanks. He wasn't even on I the mean, court. It was just horrendous. But my favorite part about this, so for the audience out there who's like, oh my God, Ken, shut up. This is a massive upset. It's a, it it's a five. It's a five. It's a five. It's a five. Don't take it from Ken Lillick. Take it from Jason Tatum, who dropped this one earlier this morning. I wouldn't necessarily call it an upset. So, so, so if Jason Tatum is watching this and breaking mm -hmm. down film because he's eventually going to have to see one of these guys. And by the way, by the way, Knicks fans, I ain't got nothing to say to you today. Bing bong. I ain't got nothing to say to you today, Knicks fans, so don't try and sit here and start the trash talk. We're going to do that tomorrow. Today, I'm reveling in Jimmy. I'm reveling in the heat. Knicks fans, I ain't got nothing to say to you. All right? So don't even try. You're not even a small seed in my brain right now. I do not care about you or your basketball team. Believe that. I'll, right, tell you, I'll tell you what. Back to your point. Nobody believes that, right? They're, they're more than seated in your brain, and you're definitely thinking about the Knicks. But let me get my nothing scale. Nothing to say to them. Let me get it. Well, you nothing. will. They're taking will. space in your head, Red oh, yeah, Absolutely. They, Look at them. They're favored in the series. Congrats right? on winning. Want me to get you going? Congrats on winning a playoff series. <laughs> but, but I'll Have say you guys this. have seen every, any overhyped fan videos or anything? I, I really mean, wanted to see, like, obnoxious videos. I've seen some good ones. But, Ken, if I had to give my scale number, right, one to five, where I see this as an upset, I would say four. And that's strictly because I pay attention to the odds, right? To not have been. Less of an underdog than six points in any of these games. To go from five and a half to six and a half to six and a half to 12 and get this thing done, I have to give it a four just by protocol. Just by protocol. You guys this are so full of it. Ridiculous, so full ridiculous of it. numbers that they've overcome to take this team out. But to your point, like, I can't fight it, right? This was the Heat team that we knew. This is the Heat team that we knew was sleeping, that was just waiting to be woken up. Well, in the fourth quarter against the Bulls, we saw playoff Heat. For the first time. Correct. We saw playoff Jimmy for the first time. We Correct. saw playoff Struess, who, uh, well, playoff Struess after that hasn't been He's been pretty to good. look at, at least. Uh, he has. He, and at least he was on the floor for the final uh, possession because, well, the Heat had nobody else to put on the floor. Um, but I, I think it's a two because, again, this is the same Oof. core other than P.J. Tucker that almost went to the, East year, to the NBA Finals a year ago. I'm not overly surprised because this is who the Heat are. Not what we saw through 82 games and a listless Hawks play-in performance. Scale of 1 to 5, 1 being, hey, I expected it. 5 being, this is one of the all-time great upsets in South Florida sports history. Where would you rank the Heat taking out the Bucks in 5? Uh, gentlemen sweep in 5. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. So, Jeanette, I feel like you're leaning more towards, like, Stone, a 4 or 5 in this conversation. A 4, Absolutely. It was – I didn't expect this. Again, any casual – like, you ex you knew who playoff Jimmy was. You've seen it before. You That iconic photo of him hanging over the rafters and during the bubble season and the finals. But it, the way that the Heat season played, the regular season, was abysmal. To get in through a play-in play – It's not good enough. It's the not odds were, standard. The odds were always against you. And the Heat finally proved who they are made of, but they didn't have anybody convinced. Not even you, who literally I said... I was checked out on him. It was the most miserable just, season in recent memory. Let's just get this series over with. It was the most miserable season in recent memory to watch the Heat. It, the, the regular season, there was not one moment where I said to myself, huh, that was cool. That was fun. Yeah. Like a buzzer beater win over the Rockets? Cool. You were borderline a laughing stock. Yes. At, at certain points of the Just season. Just especially based on what we typically get sure. from the Heat. But man, this team, when it matters, freaking delivers. Scale of one to five, one being I expected this, five being this is one of the most unbelievable upsets we've ever seen in South Florida history. This is like 03 Marlin stuff. This is like FAU going to the Final Four type of stuff. Uh, where do you rank? This upset the Heat over the Bucks, one through five. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And also, other than Jimmy scoring, it's the most impressive part of the Heat first-round performance. And I think for me, it's that every role player 
had a moment in this series. Now, in game three, there was a lot of disappearing from the role players other than, uh, other than Caleb Martin. But, I mean, Kevin Love, how significant has he been in this series? My God, Gabe Vincent bouncing back from his atrocious game four, hitting big shots last night, including the three that made it possible to force overtime. Just how big an upset is the Heat over the Bucks? One through five, five being that's a massive upset. And other than Jimmy scoring, the most impressive part of the Heat gentlemen sweeping the Bucks. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Just how big an upset is it? The Heat beating the Bucks in five games, eight over one. One, eh. I saw it coming. Five. Oh, my God. I can't believe this happened. And other than Jimmy's scoring, the most impressive part of the Heat first-round performance, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. We are live at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on ESPN 106.3. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami. From the Anajar and Levine uh, Studios uh, in downtown Beach, West Palm Beach, Beach. you uh, are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Can I be, can I be perfectly honest with you guys? And this is not how I feel about the man. This is not how I feel about his career. But I hate this song. I mean, you're going to have to explain yourself. What? I, I hate this song. What? Did you hear that you're gonna He's going to have to explain himself. Go. I, I just, I hate this song. Why? Because it's, I mean, it's just so overdone. And Oh, so you hate it because it's popular. Yeah, but it's been popular for like 30 years. I'm done with Which it. makes it iconic and legendary. Does it not, Stone? Of course it does. No, because here's the thing. If I don't understand. If I'm looking for, for like my... I, I understand that like people hear this and they're like, <laughs> but when you live in Miami, there's nothing about this song that's like, oh, man, cool. It's just, it doesn't do so anything for me. Where's Rick Ross? Give me the ball. Are you kidding me right now? That's Miami. Will What's the things even from Miami? Who cares? Will Smith made this song and everybody else followed. But okay? But no, no, no. And I have seen you when we traveled FAU football. Rep Pitbull and this Pitbull's song authentic harder. Miami. Because Pitbull's Miami. Will Smith ain't Miami. Will Smith ain't Miami. Will Smith's never but been Miami. But he was so impressed by Miami that he made a one of a legend. One no, 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 no. What Will Smith. No, what, a career defining no, what Will Smith did. What Will Smith did is what every tourist or outsider in America does. Oh, South Beach. Ooh, South Beach. Ooh, South Beach. How come we? No, and that's no because he's how, a how come out. we don't have? How come we don't have an acknowledgement of Liberty City? If he really wanted to be Miami, oh he talk God. about Liberty City. He talk about Hialeah. He talk about all of these places. This is this is this is basically the hip hop equivalent of a a middle class white family booking a trip to South Beach. Okay. No. He gives a shout out to the culture. It's weak. He gives what a shout out to Latinas, specifically Dominicans. Okay, so does Pitbull. Hell, I'll take Flo Rida over Will Smith. And Will Smith is way classier in this era than Pitbull. Let's be real. In this era, absolutely. I mean, what criteria are we basing? I mean, Pitbull hasn't gone up on stage and slapped another human being that I know of. That's why I said in this era when this song came out, that not you, 10 that, years ago. That you know of. Song of the Week. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN One. Six, three, one through five, one through five, one being, hey, I expected that. Uh, five being, what a colossal upset. What is the heat over the Bucks? Because I say it's a two. I, I just, this is a team, a core that knows how to win in the postseason, knows how to get the job done. Just uh, uh, an insufferable regular season, but now. This Heat team is back to its core, back to its identity for the first time all year. And these dudes are going to be a tough, tough, tough out. And again, Knicks fans, I ain't got no time for you today. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at 
KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. When you look at, at, I guess, unexpected, shocking results in South Florida sports history, but from a positive sense, not like, oh, my God, I can't believe they tanked. I can't believe they face-planted. I can't believe they came up short. Uh, obviously, the 03 Marlins come to mind. No one saw that coming. But then there was a steady rise for a couple of months as they entered into the postseason, and then they got hot in the postseason. It was fun. There were likable characters on that team. Miggy, uh, Dontrell Willis, the the whole lot. Um, Mike Lowell. Then I suppose there's the 2008 Dolphins. That was the Wildcat year. That thing looked like it was going in the tank. 0-2 to start the year. Looked listless. Couldn't do anything on offense. And then the Wildcat came, and it turned everything around. I was covering the team at that moment. That was super fun. And I understand the Heat have not – they're still not even close to a championship situation. Neither were the Dolphins, though. But that was a whole fun regular season. This Heat regular season sucked. Everything about it was terrible, and now all of a sudden they're going back to the Heat team that we know and love. And so I don't, I don't know, I don't know if there's another accurate comparison to this Heat team because no other South Florida team slept walk through its regular season like this one, only to then suddenly turn on the switch and become what their identity has been for the last 20 years. Like Jenna, I can't think of any other single team that mirrors what the Heat have done. Because FAU all year, that was super fun mm-hmm. going to the Final Four, and the payoff was unbelievable. Canes basketball, if you're a UM fan, it would be the same exact thing. I, I hated this Heat team up until about two weeks ago. <laughs> I hated this team because watching them was awful. And you're contradicting yourself here. How can you say that you're not surprised by the upset, but then you lay out the foundation of because why you this thought is it was heat. like this is this is the heat. You didn't have that same belief two weeks ago. No, because they hadn't been the heat. They had been just some collection of nonsense. Yeah, he wouldn't have been credible if he was backing the heat two weeks ago. Nobody was backing the heat two weeks ago. There's no not, one. There's not so a person say, out there. Exactly. So don't say this is not an there's, upset. Like, it's absolutely an upset. Th- there's not a person out there whose voice carries weight that w- had confidence in the heat a month ago. There's just not. They just don't so exist. So mark it as an upset by criteria Jeanette's not wrong right it's a tough spot to be in because me and you can we were preaching we were preaching that we don't want the smoke with the bucks like this this heat team is just not you literally said let's get it over but with. because but I thought that 82 games of the heat 2022-2023 season was going to show up against Milwaukee so it's an and upset. then 2021-2022 heat showed up it's an upset I, and I, what I think kind of skewed by is the FAU Owls right because they were a team oh, that right at the heart by the way Knicks fans Knicks fans FAU basketball has as many postseason wins as the Knicks do at Madison Square Garden this year. Dap it up. Okay. But, but Dap Ken, it up. But, but Ken's mind is a little skewed because he, this happened with his FAU Owls, right? They were being, being called Cinderella's. Every game they won was an upset. But, no, they were a team with 30-plus wins. They were a team who was favored or a dog by one or two points or maybe even a bucket. So it's very similar in that aspect. I see exactly where he's coming from. It's hard to fight. Literally clap back at Will Compton when he said, Whatever BS take that he said on the podcast. I just got upset about that. You remember? Oh, that? Will Compton. Yeah, yeah. busting with the boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah FAU was a Forced nice him seat. to apologize yeah, to that. They, they, uh... But we all saw FAU coming. They were CUSA champs. Yeah, no, no. They, they only had four but, losses. But this is the a... Miami Heat had right. a lot of but losses. But again, this is the a Heat team with Jimmy Butler, with Bam Adebayo. Don't say Bam. With Kyle Lowry, an NBA champion. Well, Bam was awesome last night. You I'm sorry. and I've been crushing that dude, but he was awesome last Time night. Time out. Time out. You've crushed Kyle Lowry the whole yeah. season, Jerry. I, I understand so that, but Kyle Lowry also is a guy like who's won a... No. Why are you being so no. short-sighted with this? Kyle Lowry is a champion. He won a now ch- he is. He won a title with the Raptors. I've now never said... Is. I've never discounted that. Yes, having you him, have. Having him on the floor and finally... Healthy or at least engaged. I don't know if it's a health thing or an engaged thing, but having him competent is really freaking helpful. So this group of guys in this locker room playing a potential is why I am not overly shocked. I don't think this is just an unbelievable monumental upset. Scale of one to five, one being I saw it coming. Five being, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. I say it's a two, what the Heat did to the Bucks. Five games. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. We'll ask Evan Cohen about it when we come back. He is our Heat Mood Insider, and he joins us next. Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queens, Don't Abandon, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. We're hanging out. We're live on ESPN 1063. 
Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. He is our Heat Mood Insider. I want to know because he is on Mornings Mad Dog Radio Sirius XM. I want to know how much he actually slept last night because I'm on like three hours of sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. Uh, he is... Former host at ESPN West Palm. You hear him on Sirius XM, also Sirius NBA Radio as well. Evan Cohen. Uh, Evan, how much sleep? How much sleep did you get last night? You know, I wanted to come on. I wanted to come on here and celebrate, but that intro just really hit me like a ton of bricks. Former ESPN West Palm host. Like I know, I know. that's actually true. I don't think I've ever been called that in my life. This well, uh, if it makes you start, Ken, you just if it makes you feel any better. If he makes you feel any better, I asked higher ups at ESPN West Palm how I should uh, how I should uh, address your title here, and that's what I was given. You know what's funny? They told me to talk, consider you the same thing after today. Former ESPN <laughs> West Palm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, looks like so, someone's got up at the LinkedIn. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like you have LinkedIn. You well, yeah, no, there's no way. That that's <laughs> a great a point. There's no no way I have LinkedIn. All right, Ken. Asleep at 1A, left the house 4A today. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Last night was one of the most amazing performances we have ever seen. I had a conversation with someone yesterday. Because I'm going to be honest. I thought they very well could have gotten blown out last night. And I wouldn't have yeah. even been mad at them. No. I said to somebody yesterday, I said, I hope if they're going to lose... They know they're going to lose early to rest Jimmy and Bam in the second half to get ready for game number six. But that didn't happen because Jimmy Butler rises to the occasion maybe more than any athlete we have ever seen. What he is doing right now is just absolutely remarkable. And I'm going to say it. I'm nervous to say it, Ken, but I'm going to say it. I'm not overlooking the Knicks or anybody else. But I'm going to do it this way. Ken, there's a path. Mm-hmm. There absolutely There's a path. I'm just saying, and that path doesn't end in May. That path ends in June. There uh, is I, a path. So I, I want to ask you from an upset standpoint, Richard Jefferson said last night, that on a that, that that the Heat beating the Bucks eight over one. This Heat team against this Bucks team, best in the regular season in the NBA, is one of the biggest upsets in NBA history. Me, I look at this and I look at this team, and this is still the core group that came one inch away from going to the NBA Finals a year ago. You lose PJ Tucker, obviously Tyler's hurt, but he was hurt with that groin last year in the Eastern Conference Finals as well. I'm not. After I saw the first 14 minutes before Giannis went out, Game One, I am not shocked at this outcome maybe in five games maybe back-to-back double-digit fourth quarter comebacks but this is a team that knows how to win make deep playoff runs you have jimmy you have spo on a scale of one to five level of upset one being saw this coming five being oh my god i can't believe this i give it a two i am not overly shocked by this result even if it is eight versus one and you needed a jimmy 56 point game where do you go on that one through five scale three and a half Okay, I'm going to go three and a half for this reason. I think you're right. I think it's ignorant for people to not look at the championship DNA of Spo, the championship DNA of Lowry and Love. I'm talking the literal part of it. And then the winning DNA, obviously, of Jimmy Butler. That said, you traveling all over the world this year with FAU basketball had the fortune of not watching 82 games. Like I had to do, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And I mean, so you could be calling an FAU game during a 30-game win sure. streak, whatever the hell it right. was. Well, I'm sitting there. I, I had Subjected. this exact same conversation with JMP today, who I heard. Uh-huh. And he, there's, there's been reports that he's going to be dusted off to be used on a heat show. We have nobody better. My God. Oh, anyway. Oh, so Wow. Anyway, I, I, I remember vividly. This year, on a Saturday, the Heat played the Spurs in Mexico City. I was late for a double date dinner with my wife and another couple because I'm watching this stupid game. 
insane. I mean, they lost to the Spurs in Mexico City. I mean, they've lost to the Spurs this year. They lost to the Pistons this year. They lost to the Rockets. They lose to the Hornets. They were awful at times during the regular season. So, yes, championship DNA, but let's not ignore the fact of how bad they were at times. So you've got to at least know it's, it's a big upset. Is it the Sonics and the Nuggets in 94? I know Jeanette was all over that, of course, I'm sure. The Sonics and the Nuggets in 94, it's not that. It's not that. But it's a big one. It is. But here's where it changes, Ken. Regular season heat beat the Bucks loose to the Knicks. As my friend Justin once said, that's dead and gone. The old me's dead and gone. And that would be Timberlake, who's not my friend. But I did see Vine, the community in Wellington with Tiger. What is the background of that? I'm fascinated by that. Anyway, I think you look at this team now as an entirely different team. Yeah. The regular season is so worthless, unfortunately. Catch all the games on ESPN 1063, all 82 of them. That's right. Uh, We're we're your Palm Beach County Tours of Coast home of Heat Basketball all year long. I uh, What do we... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I, and Evan Cohen with us here on uh, on ESPN 106.3, Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve Politziner, uh asked Steve's tomorrow here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, he uh, he texted in. Uh, would have said Evan Cohen, ESPN West Palm longtime host, Palm Beach County Sports Talk Institution. So ESPN West Palm longtime host, Palm Beach County Sports Talk Institution. Well, I got an issue with Steve now. Steve wants to say that. Hey, Steve, you're in the Hall of Fame. I'm talking to Ken right now. One of us is winning and one of us is losing. You're the one that's winning, Evan. So, Don't worry. So ESPN West Palm longtime I, host. I thought about Jeanette yesterday. Uh-huh. Really? Is, this, is this a risky thing I'm going to say? But who oh, cares? There was uh-huh. a bilingual reporter who got fired for calling another woman a horrible word. And at the first, uh-huh. first I thought, oh, that must be Jeanette. And it wasn't. <laughs> So congratulations <laughs> to you, Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you. media member for calling another person a horrible name. Evan, Evan, it not being Jeanette is a bigger upset than the heat over the Bucks. Good point. Jeanette yeah. not got, getting fired for being horrible, uh, horrible word. Well, let me yeah. just say this. Jeanette probably did say that to someone yesterday, but nobody heard it. That's right, right. It, it wasn't caught in a media scrum in a Major League Baseball ballpark. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, so, uh, again, ESPN West Palm longtime host, Palm Beach County Sports Talk Institution, and loser, Evan Cohen with us here. Ken LeVica live. Now I'm going to fight you. Yeah, now yeah. I'm going to fight you, Ken. Uh, but, but, Evan, uh, Jeanette has been killing me, killing me because before the Bulls play-in game, I kept saying, can we just, like, let's just wrap this. If the Heat don't care, I don't care. It was so listless against the Hawks. It was disgusting. It was awful. And now she's saying, oh, now you're sitting here saying you're not overly surprised they beat the Bucks in five and you're you're going crazy over Jimmy and the Heat. Like, that's where I was at, though, Evan. And I know that I wasn't subjected to all 82 games uh, like you were, but uh, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate I was able to see competent basketball in a season that was so incompetent by Heat standards. But could could you please tell her this is a reasonable reaction? I was ready for this whole thing to end after seeing what they did against the Hawks. I want to know part of this anymore. If they don't care, I don't care. Uh, You're right. Right. I mean, you're both, honestly, you're both right in this, right? Ken, you're right in that it was painful to watch. Jeanette, you're right in the playing the results aspect of this, of like, Wait, if they actually listened to Ken, then they would be home and not with the chance to have that pass that I'm talking about. And it goes like I was, I know it's not fully relevant, but just for aside for a second, think about the Dallas Mavericks. I wonder if they look at this situation like, boy, maybe we shouldn't have given up because what if we were mm-hmm. them, which they did, and obviously they got fined for. Both sides make sense, but here's what we have to understand the Miami Heat, as long as they are governed by the Ariton family, have Pat Riley as their president, Andy Ellisberg as their general manager, Eric Spolster as their head coach, and Udonis Haslam, Alonzo Mourning, part of the organization, and Jimmy Butler as the face of the franchise, they will never do what you suggested. Wrong franchise for that. They will never do that. They will never give up. They always believe they have a shot. And now yep. it has obviously been proven. Uh, I, I want to I wrap up with this. But now we look at Jimmy Butler, and uh, we've already determined. You and I remember having this conversation last year, uh, Evan, about Jimmy. Has he clinched having his number up in the rafters? Like, that's already going to happen. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Done. Done deal. 100%. 
yeah, that conversation is dead and gone. It's been, it's been. But as far as there's a lot of Justin Timberlake references. <laughs> as far oh. as far as <laughs> that well, let's good. look in the mirror. The mirror's looking back at me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I love it. I love it. Uh, I've always embraced it. Just really love I when he goes that it, route. I kind of miss it, not going to lie. It hasn't been 12 years, 13, 14 years of me telling Evan, please never do that. Um, so uh, when it wait, comes to Jimmy, though. Wait, aside and, on that, not only did Ken hate it, in an entire station-wide meeting once, Ken stood up, which everybody's like, stand up, and now he's like, I already am. But anyway, he said he stood up. <laughs> He destroyed me for the singing. He said, listen, I understand the show's growing. I understand you want to have fun. Enough of the singing. In yeah. front of everybody. I And by the way, yeah. he's right. I'm wrong. But when I'm on his show, just to annoy him, I will sing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's purely now to just poke at me. Um, uh, poke the bear like Dylan Brooks. And that's gone well. So, Jimmy, in far, as far as Pantheon. Of, of heat greats. I know he doesn't have the years. I know that it, there's LeBron in this conversation. But to me, like LeBron, he's dead to me until he thanks Heat fans. Okay? So for me, it's Wade and then Jimmy. And then you can put Zoe in all-time great Heat history. Where do you weigh in on Jimmy and his place in Heat pantheon of players? Well, I wouldn't put either one of them one and two. I put Udonis one for me. But, I mean, I would just – I think when you look at his performances – he is putting himself in rear air. I think you're 100% right. And it, this is going to, like, here's what's going to be tough for me. I have to be fair on this. I, uh, just to give context, I loved Jimmy Butler before he was ever a member of the, of the Miami Heat, and I didn't mm-hmm. like LeBron James when he was on the Miami Heat, okay? <laughs> LeBron James' performance, LeBron James's performance, 45-15-5, Game 6, 2012 at Boston, to me, is the single greatest performance in Miami Heat history, okay? Because there, the was never, there was never more pressure on a, on a person than there was on him yeah. in that game because they would have blown up the big yeah. three. That said, I think it is very fair right now, and we are in the moment, to put Jimmy Butler right behind Dwayne Wade in terms of the, like, Udonis is maybe more of the favorite, but in terms of overall accomplishments, what he is doing, let's just play out, for argument's sake, somehow, some way, they actually beat the Knicks. Worst case scenario, they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. He was he would have been here what five years, four, four years, yes, How, four years, and four he would years. Have been in the East, four years, Eastern Conference Finals at least in three of those years, mm-hmm. or at least the Eastern Conference Finals in three of those years. And the way in which he's playing, his his performance in Game Seven against the Celtics last year, even in a loss, I I have never seen a human being try harder. That he tried in the finals without Bam and Goran for some of it against the Lakers. And what he did in this series to not only win Ken, but to win in five? Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? He's behind Wade. I have no problem with you saying that. Evan, this is awesome. I'm super jacked. I, I told Knicks fans, I ain't got a thing to say to them today. We'll cover that tomorrow. No, I'm not about the 100% right. Not about the Knicks today. Not yeah, about the Knicks. Not at all. Not at all. We'll address that nonsense tomorrow. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it. I would have an issue if you dress up tomorrow. You know the drafts tonight, Ken. I know. I'm not really like. Uh, there's just not a ton of juice for me. Like what? Tomorrow, I'm actually going to lead the show, breaking down what the Dolphins do in the second round. Yeah, That'd remind me show. to break my stream at that point. <laughs> uh, thank you, Evan. Adios, chica. Bye, Ciao. Ken. Bye. Evan Cohen, longtime host, Palm Beach County Sports Talk Institution. (laughs) And, again, he insinuated, and not my words, loser. Uh, We'll be back to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. When we return, the Heat winners. Did the Bucks and did Giannis fail? She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen, Stone the Bandit. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach on ESPN 106.3.